Hey, it's Ethan Meyer, and welcome to A Kaleidoscopic Mind. I am, uh, I'm back. Sorry for the, uh, hiatus again. Um, got a lot of shit going on. Uh, the same shit going on. Um, it's just, it's been a lot. It's been a lot lately. Um, in and out of funks. Been sleeping terribly. Uh, I... This time of year is always the worst because the fucking weather going, you know, here recently it's, you got the heat on in the morning and then you got an air conditioner on in the evening because it's, it's just, you know, Missouri, Missouri weather. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> you know, you're like scraping ice off your car in the morning and then driving home with the windows down and it's just. That stuff always messes with me, and I feel like a eighty year old man because, like, when the weather changes like that, my knees start to hurt, and it's like, <laughs> like you, it's just, and that causes me to, you know, I can't get comfortable trying to sleep because my fucking joints are all sore and achy, and you know, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. I just haven't been sleeping super great, and yeah, I think I'm just kind of. Like I said, kind of just in a funk, kind of, kind of been, you know, a little, little down in the dumps, um, so to speak, here the last couple of weeks. Um, I kind of go through this stuff every now and again. Um, it's just, in my, in my situation, um, being a stay-at-home dad and also like living in a town that I'm not from, you know, I've only lived here for I don't know, four or five years now. And two of those years were, uh, you know, a fucking <laughs> pandemic. So not a whole lot of time to like go out and meet new people and, you know, make new friends. Plus, you know, having a child during that time and having another child now, like my wife and I, like we don't get out, we don't meet people, we don't do things. Um, we don't have any family up here besides uh, my sister-in-law. And, uh, and she's great. They're, you know, she's super helpful. Her, her and her fiance, like they help us out a lot when they can. And, uh, but you know, it's just kind of, that kind of stuff kind of weighs on you after a while, you know, like I realize, you know, like, yeah, I have, I have my kids and I have my wife and she's amazing and I love her. Um, but you know, I miss my, I miss my friends back home, kind of miss being close to family, uh, being able to see them, especially now, like being a parent and having young kids, like it'd be nice for them to be closer to their grandparents. So, you know, they get to be with them and know them. And instead of just these like casual visits on like holidays and birthdays and stuff, that's really the only time that, uh, the grandparents are around and, you know, it's not, it's not from, you know, it's no one's fault or anybody, you know, it's, it's a lot, you know, it's a huge, it's a big drive. It's a lot to ask to make that, to those travel arrangements all the time. So I get it. Um, yeah, it just kind of, just kind of sucks. Um, so yeah, it just, yeah, kind of sucks. Just kind of, you know, being a, being a parent, um, with a young kid, like everything's very routine heavy. Um, and, you know, cause it's, it's, it's really important to have like a pretty strict routine 
with an infant and a to- and a you know a toddler and stuff like they really um it really helps with like development and keeps them on task and you know keeps them understanding like what's coming like naps and you know uh when to eat and all that shit um and you kind of just kind of not necessarily like do the same tasks every day or the same stuff like you know there's days where we go like it's nice that we'll go to the park or you know this that and the other it's not like overly tedious but there's you know I've been a stay-at-home dad now for over two years and I've gotten to the point where I don't even know what day it is because it doesn't fucking it doesn't matter you know a, a Tuesday and a Saturday is the exact same in my in my world you know, there's no difference. And uh, now that it's football season, like that's like really the only reason I know what day it is because I need, I know it's Monday night football or it's Thursday night football or it's Sunday football. You know what I mean? Like unless there's like some other uh, mechanism out there to kind of, you know, rein in this, like the idea of what day it is. Like normally it, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like, um, and for doing that for so long, it just, yeah, you kind of just fall into these like weird funks. And, you know, I love my, I love my, you know, I love my kids and I love my son and I've been staying home with him for two years and we have a, a, a tight bond. Like he's like my, you know, you know, he's like my best friend basically. And like, I know I can, you know, he looks up to me. I'm like his role model, which <laughs> maybe he should have better role models. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'm, you know, like I've been around him so much. Like we have a very tight connection and I love that. But, you know, beside, you know, that and, you know, and then when my wife gets home from work, like that's really all the human connection I get. Um, like I don't, I don't get, I don't leave the house and go hang out with friends or, uh, like I don't, I don't really see a lot of people besides, you know, besides immediate family, like, you know, I don't really have like that uh, opportunity to kind of like, I don't know, go do anything. Just go to, just go to a fucking bar, like go to the, you know, like, I guess I can do all that stuff alone, but that's just, <laughs> that's just sad. <laughs> like, And also like, I'm, I'm a fucking awkward person. Like, I'm not really good at meeting and making new friends. I'm very awkward. I don't have a lot of, um, like, I'm not really good at small talk because I know how disingenuous it is. Like, does, does anyone really fucking care about the weather or any other, like, stereotypical small talk conversations that you have? Like, I sure as fuck, I don't. And I can't, I'm not good at feigning interest in that kind of shit either so I just kind of come across as like disconnected or just like disinterested and uh, and it's not because you know I'm trying to be an asshole it's just because <laughs> small talk you know conversationally is not stimulating it's just you know it's just I don't know fake bullshit or it's just it's kind of like uh what you do when you you know like what people do when they uh when they just kind of feel awkward. So they just like start talking because they just don't like the silence. I'm the kind of guy that kind of just likes the silence, I guess, until something interesting arises to talk about or, and also like, I just don't like, 
I don't like large groups of people, especially if it's large groups of people I don't know. I don't really like, you know, big gatherings. I'd rather have like smaller intimate gatherings and just have like really, you know, stimulating conversation or, you know, it's not like it doesn't have to be like some intellectual shit where we're talking about like quantum physics or nonsense. Like if it's just like, I don't know, it just feels real, like real conversation, you know, like stuff that you actually feel like some sort of like way about as opposed to just casually saying shit into the air because you just don't know what else to say and you don't want it to be quiet you know like that kind of stuff like the whole the whole small talk thing I've just never been I've never been good at it so it's it's really hard for me to connect with new people and I, I'm usually not the person to start a conversation um, because that kind of just goes back to me being awkward. I'm just an awkward guy, you know, always have been. Um, probably also, you know, a little bit of my, like, trust issues kind of sneak their way in there, too. I don't, I don't trust most people until proven otherwise, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, a lot of my friends... Most of my friends I've known for a very long time. Um, and then there's like just a vast majority of people that are more like acquaintances um, that you either know from like work or school or, you know, like, you know, like college or whatever the fuck, like you had a class together. And if you see them on the street, you'd be like, oh, hey, yeah, da, 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 you know, and you talk for a few minutes and then you go out your way and you never talk again, you know, Um so like most of my friends are I've had for ch some like childhood or or you know around that time that I actually talk to. Um, I don't know more regularly, I guess, even if it's just like through text or something. But at, at a certain point, like it's just not enough, you know. Like. Throwing a couple of texts back and forth, a few funny gifts, a couple memes here and there, you know, having a few yucks. Like, that's all well and good, but I don't know. I need more, like, um, like in-person sort of gatherings, I guess. And it's just, I haven't had that in years, and it's really just, really fucking sucks. Also, I guess this is kind of like a, a petty complaint, but... Um, you know, you guys know by now that I, I like video games. I play, I've been playing video games my whole fucking life and it's not going to slow down anytime soon. Um, but I play all my shit on, uh, Xbox. I've pretty much always been an Xbox guy. Um, I mean, I've, I've played all systems, but if I had to pick a lane <laughs> in the, in the console wars, um, I'm an Xbox guy. I just respect the company more. I respect the developers and the the like corporate tactics and all that shit. Um, but none of my friends play Xbox, like almost none of them. And the ones that do, you know, play Call of Duty, which I don't fucking like. <laughs> like I'm not a Call of Duty person. Never really have been. Most likely never will be. Um, I'm just bad at it. Um, it's not my thing. Um, 
like I'll play like the campaigns and shit, you know, because I like first person shooters. But uh, anyways, back what the fuck was I even talking? Oh yeah, so yeah, I play an Xbox, but you know it's just me, um, and I have all these fucking like multiplayer games and shit that I want to try out, or like you know like for example like right now I've been playing a lot of Chivalry Two, which is a fucking amazing game. I love it. It's so much fun. It's right up my alley. Medieval combat, first person or third person. You can change the camera. And it's just big fucking medieval battles. You know, I talked about it on the last episode. It's so much fun. I just don't, I don't fucking have anyone to play with. You know, I'm playing with just, you know, randos at night. You know, I have a, I make a cocktail and have a few drinks and run around with my giant fucking axe and, you know, fuck some people up. But it'd be a hell of a lot better if I had a headset on and I'm like shooting the shit with a couple buddies while doing it. But I don't have that because I don't fucking have any Xbox buddies to play with. And that's another thing that just throw that into the depression stew, you know, and it's, yeah, like all that stuff just kind of, kind of builds up, you know, and it fucking, it sucks. Um, and, it, and, it, and it puts me in these weird funks where, and that's probably another reason why I can't sleep. And, uh, so yeah, um, <laughs> it's kind of a shitty way to start the podcast, kind of a real fucking downer. Um, let's switch gears here a little bit. I have been listening to a lot more music, um, here recently. I kind of go in waves where like, you know, I pretty much listen to music every day, I would say, but a lot of the times I kind of just fall back on like either established playlists that I have or, you know, I use Spotify, so I have less, like a huge um, huge collection of just like liked songs, you know, for that I've been, you know, curating for years and everyone, and I'll just usually just hit shuffle on that and like clean the house or, you know, driving in the car or whatever the fuck. Every once in a while I'll go through and try and like do some like discovery stuff and try and find new albums and new bands, new music, new genres, you know, whatever. And I've been doing a little bit more of that here recently. Um, this isn't like a new band or anything. It's actually an old band that I listened to a lot when I was younger. Um, but they just put out a new album a few weeks ago, actually. Um, maybe like two weeks ago. Anyways, it's uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They just put out a new album called... Uh, what the fuck's it called? I had it written down somewhere. Here we go. Return of the Dream Canteen. Um, it just came out. And uh, it's a pretty fucking... It's a pretty fucking good album. They got some bangers on there. Um, and I was actually surprised, like, I didn't realize that the Chili Peppers had, they had an album, I think it was last year or the year before. Um, but, like, in my mind, like, COVID, COVID time seems like, t is like twice as long as normal time. So, like, that album feels like it came out, like, ten fucking years ago. Um, and it, it wasn't good. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's just a fucking, it's an old band. They just, you know, they're trying to stay relevant and it's just throwing out some shit and it sucks. And that happens a lot. So when they, you know, had this new album drop, I was just like, oh God, you guys are still trying? Like, come on, just, just hang up the axe, you know, let's move on. But I listened to it and fuck, that's a good album. Um, I had a couple songs on here that I added to the, uh, to the pile, um, tip of my tongue, peace and love, and Eddie, um, 
those three tracks I highly recommend. They're really good. They sound like they sound like uh, they sound like '90s Chili Peppers. You know, they sound like they they remind me of uh, like shit that you would hear from like Californication or uh, uh, Blood Sex Magic, whatever the fuck, like <laughs> whatever that fucking album is. Like they sound like they sound like tracks that would be on one of those albums. Like they sound like old like the good Chili Pepper stuff. So if you're a Chili Peppers fan, I'd say check it out. It's worth it. Um, I've been listening to that here and there. Other than that, I haven't really listened to too much new stuff. Um, a buddy of mine, actually the uh, the guy that created all the uh, key art and graphics and stuff for this uh, podcast, he sent me a, an album a few weeks back, a country album, because he heard me talking shit about country music on this podcast. Um, so, fuck, I can't even remember what that album was called. It definitely was not your normal, like, country music. Um, you know, I wasn't singing about the American flag or, or MAGA hats or drinking out of red cups or whatever the fuck. Like, Sturgill Simpson, that's who it was. The album's called A Sailor's Guide to Earth. I listened to this whole fucking album, and he has, like... He has like that 60s, 70s style, like kind of twangy country voice, like that Conway Twitty kind of voice. <laughs> um, and I can't tell if it's like genuine or if he's like embellishing it a little bit, but the album was, you know, it's still, it's still not my thing because I just can't, that fucking, that southern draw and that twangy and just like the acoustic guitar, like none of those... None of those sounds sit well with me. I just don't like any of that shit. I find the southern accent, like, just... I don't know. It's just it's just the worst. And it's like, what even is that fucking accent? It's, like, made up. It's like... That, you know, like, fucking Colonel Sanders, KFC, fucking... It's just, like, a made-up fucking accent. Like... <laughs> it's the fucking worst. I hate it. And, uh... So, the al- you know, the album is... I will say it for country music standards it's it's good because like it's a cool it's kind of like a concept album um and like if you if you have any remote interest in country music I would say check it out because it's it's good um it's still just not for me just because that particular sound just kind of hits my ear wrong and I just can't it's hard for me to like like, I didn't listen to the, the whole album in one sit-in because after, like, I can listen to, like, a track or two, maybe three tracks, and then I'm just like, all right, I gotta, I gotta change it up a bit. But, but I mean, it's, you know, it's good. It's just, you know, that stuff's not for me. I'm just not, I just don't like it. Um, but, in, you know, in, in terms of, like, respectful or respectable country music, I would say, like, you know, it's up there. Because it's not overly, like, I just feel like most country music is so fucking phony and, like, overly patriotic and shit. Like, they're speaking to, like, the lowest common denominator. And it's just, I don't know, the fucking mouth breathers just drink that fucking Kool-Aid. And it's just the fucking worst. <laughs> like, I just can't stand that genre. <laughs> um, and speaking of music, all right. <sighs> This is where I go off on a, a fucking tiny, a tiny rant. 
we got time for a tiny rant. Um, so speaking of music, I was scrolling Twitter, as I'm one to do, and I come across, you know, like Taylor Swift has been, you know, talking up this new fucking album, Midnights or whatever the shit. Like, I'm not a big Swift fan, but, you know, whatever. She's she's talented in her own regard and good songwriter and whatever. She's just, you know, I don't... Pop stars, I don't, I don't know, I don't... I can't think, I don't think I can name a single pop star who I'm actually, like, like their shit. And it's not like a contrarian take, I just, I don't know, that kind of music. It's like too... It's just, I don't know. It's, there's no edge to it. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it's coming from anywhere, I guess. It just feels like it's kind of like, let's just try and make something that sounds not too generic, but has a good anthem and a good beat that people are going to blast in their radio when they're going through Starbucks, you know, like that kind of shit. Like, I just, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I'm getting lost in the weeds here. Um, so anyways, Taylor Swift had this, you know, doing all this, uh, marketing and shit for her new album. She put out this, uh, I guess it's like a music video slash kind of like a pseudo short film. Anyways, in the, in the video, it had like, it was like Swift and like her, her doppelganger, right? Who is basically just supposed to represent all the, all her insecurities and all the shit that bothers her and stuff. And one of the scenes in the video has her like doppelganger standing on or has her standing on. I can't remember. I didn't, I didn't watch the whole fucking thing. This is just like a, a snippet from Twitter, but it was just like her standing on a scale and it showed the scale like, you know, skyrocketing on the, on the weight or whatever. And it causes her like anxiety and distress and all this other shit. But it was like a, it's like a number that wasn't like, you know, it was like 200 or something like that, right? I don't remember the exact number, but let's just say it was like 200. Something that's not like grotesquely overweight, but like overweight for Taylor Swift, <laughs> right? And uh, all these people on fucking, on on Twitter and social media and all this other shit started throwing, you know, raising hell that she's fat shaming or whatever the fuck because, you know, she, she you know, and her, you know, according to her, 200 pounds is is fat and like that kind of stuff is just is what's wrong with fucking people these days and this new woke bullshit world oh i got a text uh my cat had a cough attack on the stairs um okay um Do I, do I go check? <laughs> um, all right, please hold. I guess I should go check this out. All right, so anyways, I'm back. All right, where were we? Uh, yeah, fat shaming, woke, bullshit people. Um, anyways, Taylor Swift removed the part from her video because she didn't want to, you know, trigger all these, uh, all these fat sensitive people or whatever. And it's just like, I don't, in my mind, she's not saying, hey, if you're 200 pounds, you're fat. In my mind, how I took it was 200 pounds in Taylor Swift's mind for herself is fat because that's to say she's normally, uh, I don't know, let's just say she's normally like 140. If she got on the scale the next morning and she was 200, uh, that's a problem. 
that's <laughs> that's fat. <laughs> you know, that's not good. Um, but that's not speaking for everyone, you know? Like, that's just this stupid fucking thing where everyone just, like, has to project themselves in other people's art or whatever. And it's just fucking dumb. And also, like, I don't want to be that guy, but yeah, uh, maybe, you know, maybe you should be a little shame if you're grossly overweight, you know? That's a you problem. And that's a totally fixable problem. I don't want to hear any of this bullshit about, oh, it's a medical thing. I have diabetes or whatever the fuck. Fucking eat, go vegan, motherfucker. That <laughs> that fucking cures the diabetes. It's like proven fucking facts. Stop shoveling pizzas down your gullet. You know, goddamn. Like what? What's so wrong with shame? What's wrong with having some shame? You know, <laughs> goddamn. Are we just supposed to just not have shame? Am I just supposed to just like, you know, eat myself into a stupor and walk into fucking Walmart with a belly shirt and let my fucking gross, greasy ass fucking Cheeto belly hang out and be like, oh no, it's just me, man. I'm proud of my body. No, it's fucking gross. Clean your fucking act up. Anyways, that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. It's just, that's, and same with, uh, um, same with like, uh, that new Brendan Fraser movie, The Whale from, uh, Darren Aronofsky, the director, it's one of my, one of my favorites. All these, you know, all these people are coming out, they're like, oh, well, you know, Brendan Fraser's in a fat suit and all, you know, he's not a real obese person. This is, this is, they should have had an obese person play this role or, this is just fat shame. This whole movie is just about fat shaming people because being obese is unhealthy. Da 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 da. It's just like first off, motherfucker, you haven't even seen the movie. All right, it's not even out yet. And unless you're in like these press events, which I'm guessing you're probably not, don't fucking speak to a film you don't know anything about. And secondly, yeah, Brendan Fraser is in a fucking fat suit because he's not grossly obese. He's playing a character who is. It's called acting. You fucking idiot. Like, what, <laughs> like, if you hired an obese person to play an obese person, that's not acting. That's just a regular fucking day for that person. Like, <laughs> that's not being an actor. <laughs> like, goddamn. Like, ugh, Jesus fucking Christ, people. Like, come on. Come the fuck on. Like, why is everyone so overly sensitive and everything triggers everybody and we're trying to cancel everything and woke this, like, god fucking damn it. This is why the Republicans win. <laughs> Alright, this is, god damn it. It's a fucking, Jesus Christ. I can't with this. I can't anymore. I can't, I, um, fucking, fucking social media. I got into it too. I gotta stop, I gotta stop with fucking social media. I guess this now's a good time. Since the fuck nut Elon Musk bought Twitter and I was basically trying to just run it into the ground for whatever reason. I don't know if it's incompetence or he lost a bet and he's just tanking a social media platform to spite someone. I don't fucking know. I don't know what billionaires do with their money. Um, anyways, I was on Twitter the other day and I saw, you know, I saw a post from I think it was like Variety or Deadline or one of those like entertainment outlets and they were they had like a little a quote from like Tarantino saying that he would never do a uh, MCU or a Marvel or a DC movie because he's not a hired hand. Like to be a director for those movies is like being hired, which is factual. That's, <laughs> that's exactly how that works. 
and all these people were like, oh, you know, shitting on Tarantino and all this other stuff. And I got on there and made a comment. I'm just like, you know, speaking specifically for the MCU, I was like, the MCU is not a director friendly, like setup because half most, first off, the movies are all already planned out, right? You got Kevin Feige or Feige or whatever the fuck. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. No, no, I honestly don't give a shit. Um, they already have all this content mapped out, and when before they, you know, before they even find a director to run these fucking pieces, they already have. They're already working on like pre-production and pre-viz and all this other shit for all these, you know, for everything. And the director is essentially just a middle manager. You know, they're just there to run the production to make sure everything happens on time. According to plan, according to the, you know, whatever the producers and, and Feige and Marvel and whatever they want. Like, that's all they're there to do. That's not the same directing as what, you know, someone like a Tarantino or another, like, auteur. You know, normally in the film world, the directors have the pitch and they shop it around to studios for funding. The studio, someone would be like, oh, yeah, this seems like a good fucking idea. Here's $200 million. Here's your timetable, da 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 Go make it. And then the directors have, you know, it's pretty much not total control because there's, you know, all kinds of stipulations and whatever. But they have, you know, control for their project. That's not how, uh, you know, most superhero movies work. It's the opposite. The studio goes out and hires a director who knows how to listen and take orders and follow the plan that they set in place and execute it on time. That's it. That's why a lot of these fucking superhero movies are not directed by auteurs. They're directed by fucking just these safe bet studio directors that don't have their own, you know, vision or style or whatever the fuck. And that's not to say that they do a bad job, and, and that's not to say that MC movie, MCU or DC movies are bad. Um, in my opinion, by and large, most of them are. I was just making the case that, yeah, Tarantino would never do one of those because he's an actual fucking director. He's not a hired hand. And all these goddamn fucking Marvel shills and just fat Cheeto-fingered dopes on the fucking internet had to get on there and you know say whatever like these fucking mcu fans i swear to god jesus christ they're uh, it's like arguing with a fucking wall they're so entrenched and they're they're like they spend so much time trying to convince themselves that the thing that they like is good that you cannot there's no there's no convincing them or talking to them that no, you're, you're, you know, it's not, or you're wrong or whatever. You know, like they're just, they're just as bad as like, you know, as like half the voting population or, you know, religious types. They're just like, they're so fucking stuck in their fucking mindset and what they believe that they just facts and objective criticism and all that stuff is all just thrown out the fucking window because they don't want to hear it. And, you know, this, that, and the other. And I should have known better than to try and argue with these fucking clowns. <sighs> but this is what you do when uh, you're bored all goddamn day and your son's taking a nap and there's nothing on TV and you don't have any fucking friends to talk to. You just get on the internet and argue with fucking idiots. 
<laughs> this is this is what my fucking life is uh, devolved into. Uh, no, I can't say that. I got a I got a fucking I got a good life. I got a, an amazing hot wife, and two amazing kids. So you know, don't. It's not all fucking woe is me over here. Um, but yeah, god damn it, I gotta stay off fucking social media. I just keep seeing stupid shit after stupid shit. It frustrates me, and I, 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 I want, I want to fix these people. You know, I want to, I want to offer assistance for their, <laughs> for their ill-gotten ways. <laughs> but they just won't take it. They won't accept it. <laughs> Um, speaking of fucking superhero shit, I saw that, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran, um, they're basically like co-running DC now, which objectively speaking, I think that's good. Um, because you got one guy, Peter Safran, who's essentially just going to run like the business side of it. Right. And then you got James Gunn, who's going to handle all the like creative projects, He's basically like a Kevin Feige, but for DC, right? And he's basically tasked with making DC good because it hasn't been in a long time. Um, I mean, there's been some things here and there. I'm a huge fan of the Snyderverse. I'm one of those, you know, incorrigible uh, people that always wanted the Snyderverse to keep going because love it or hate it, it was at least something different. It wasn't just... DC trying to emulate what Marvel was doing and just trying to chase their fucking coattails. It was something that was, you know, something completely different, tonally, everything. And that's what I liked about it. Um, James Gunn, however, I do not like anything that man makes. I think, I think he's a competent enough director. His movies are, you know, they're done well, they're shot well, they're, you know, all that stuff. Like, he's a function, he's a good functional <laughs> director, I guess, right? I just fucking hate his style. I hate how, he's like Joss Whedon, but the internet hasn't turned on him yet, right? All his fucking characters are the same. They're all just quip machines. They all, all the characters are just saying one-liners for fucking jokes and that's all it is. It's just every one of his movies. It's just two hours of, you know, basically like tweets. Like his scripts are basically probably just a Twitter thread. And it's just, I fucking hate it. I hate all, I tried watching, what was the last thing? The Suicide Squad. I got about 45 minutes into that movie and I just turned it off. I was like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like I just cannot, all these fucking characters. I guarantee you, I could find the script to that film Go to all the character names and just erase them, make them blank, and you just read the dialogue. You would not be able to tell the difference on who the fuck any of them are. They don't have any traits. They're all just, everyone's the comedic relief. And that's all it is. It's just two and a half hours of comedic relief. It's just like he's trying to like, it's almost like he's like insecure and he's trying to prove how witty he is. Or some I don't know. Like, I just cannot fucking stand his movies. They're all the same. All of them. And now that he's, like, in charge of running DC, which happens to be my favorite, you know, comic book company or whatever the fuck, because I love a lot of more DC characters than I do Marvel, that's just, like, a huge bummer for me, you know? 
Because I just, if he's trying to create a template for future DC projects and his own image, we're just going to get a bunch of stupid shit like Suicide Squad and Peacemaker and everything else. And it's just, I'm, I'm not in for it, you know? I would much rather you guys just fucking bring me the Snyderverse and let him do his shit, because at least it's something fucking different. But, yeah. Objectively speaking, though, it is good for DC, because, like I said, he he can get the shit done, and he can make it well in his own way, right? And that's something that DC needs. They need somebody who can kind of take the reins, um, I would rather it be someone else who I actually kind of align with a little bit more um, from like a, you know, in, in terms of like style, but it's just not going to happen. You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's a business. They're trying to get as many butts in the seats and, you know, his films speak to a, lar- a larger group of people because they're easy to digest, they're simple, they're stupid, they're just, you know, they're, you know, subjectively funny, I guess, I don't know, there's nothing about them that are, that has an edge, or that's deep, or thematic, or, you know, has any sort of, like, semblance of, like, a philosophy, or, or, you know, anything like that, it's just, it's very, just, you know, above the level, puddle deep, Let's just try and get, you know, it's, you know, it's just, it's just pandering basically to the, to, to the people, you know, we got to get butts in the seats to watch these fucking movies because we want to be a, you know, multi-billion dollar, you know, brand like Marvel is, which I get, you know, it's a business. I don't like it because it's not my shit, but you know, it's whatever, I guess. It's, you know, it's not like, you know, Christopher Nolan's going to come back and make another fucking Batman trilogy, and it's not like they're going to get Snyder back to continue his stuff. You know, those guys are off doing their own shit, which, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. It's just, I guess, trying to be positive, I'll give Gunn the benefit of the doubt and kind of see, you know, what happens in the next couple years and see what they, what they do. If they completely just retcon everything and start over, new casting. I guess they're not going to do completely new casting because Henry Cavill just came back as Superman. So, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I guess that's one tantalizing thing about this whole um, new development is uh, how they're going to handle all this already pre-established characters. You know, you got The Rock out there, you know... (laughs) touting that there's a shift in the fucking whatever the superhero pantheon or whatever the fuck their marketing is i don't know <laughs> i haven't seen that movie but it looks fucking terrible um so yeah i don't know dc seems like a fucking hot mess right now and they don't really have a clear direction so this is definitely something they needed um so yeah i guess i'll just hang back and see what happens because i'm completely out on fucking marvel like i just i I can't even pretend to give a shit about what they're doing because it's just, it's just bad. It's just, it's, it's all fucking bad. It just, it looks like shit. They're not even trying anymore. That's the funny thing. Like, you can tell they're not trying. Like, they're pumping this content out left and right. It all looks fucking half-baked. 
you got actors coming out like Benedict Cumberbatch saying like, yeah, it's hard to be this character when you can't have any emotions. You're just kind of pushing the fucking story along. It's like, yeah, we've had a decade of that. (laughs) They're just, they're just fucking dumb movies. You know, it's just, and people just keep eating that shit up. You know, people don't like to go to the theater and have to turn their fucking brain on and think about anything. That's why, you, you know, you don't see any of these fucking like art house indie films you know, making a billion dollars because people don't like to have to think. The vast majority of the population like their brain to be mush. You know, that's why they have all these vices. So, me, I can't turn my fucking brain off. That's why I have to, you know, I drown that shit out with fucking weed and alcohol. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of that, um... What are we at? 40-something minutes? Yeah, I think we're just going to fucking call it for this. Um, I think that was a good catch-up. Kind of a downer, but um, that's, do I have anything positive to end on? Not really. My fucking LA Rams are playing like shit. Their season's basically over, so that's another fucking depressing thing going on right now is I don't even have... Like, I love football, and I can pretty much watch any team, but I have, you know, I do have a team. The L.A. Rams are my team. They've been my team since the early 90s when they were in St. Louis. But, god damn it, they look like shit. I can, I can spend a whole fucking podcast episode breaking down why they look like shit, like, schematically speaking. <laughs> but I'm not going to because it's just, I'm already in a funk, and I don't need to go deeper down that fucking hole, you know? It's just, I can't even have my team to look forward to, 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 to lift my spirits, you know? So, I don't know, maybe I'll just fucking get off here and go play some chivalry too. You know, at least I can lop off some fucking heads or something. Well, <laughs> fucking distract me. <laughs> so, but yeah, just, uh, just check it in. I did set up my new, uh, podcast studio, so hopefully the episodes will be a little bit more consistent, but, uh, you know, who knows? Um, we'll just, we'll kind of see how that, we'll kind of see how this all, how this all goes, but, uh, but yeah, I'm going to get off here. I will, uh, check in with you guys, uh, when I do. All right. See you.